You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Hey, 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 everybody. Today's topic is about being an expert. And this is important because if you are trying to sell something, a service, a product, or you're building a personal brand, you really need that expert status so that people will come to you and say, this person knows what they are talking about. Nobody wants to do business with someone who kind of knows what they're talking about or someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. So we need to be able to position you as an expert. I've written a whole book on this. It's called Hashtag Expert, The Business Owner's Guide to Building Authority on Social Media. And you can get that book at hashtag, spelt out, H-A-S-H-T-A-G, expertbook.com. And in that book, I talk about all of the different things that you need to become an expert in order to build your business and position yourself that way as an authority. But in today's podcast, I want to just talk about the word expert and what that actually means, because that is really the first step in becoming an expert. So we value people who have expertise. Think of doctors, lawyers, teachers. These people have a skill set that we may need sometime in our life. We went to school. We learned from our teachers. You're sick. You go to a doctor. You get stuck in a sticky situation. You need to seek out the advice or the counsel of a lawyer. So why do we go to people who have expertise? Because they know more than we do about that specific topic. And that's the thing with becoming an expert. You need to know more about one specific topic. You don't need to be a guru in everything. You don't need to be omniscient. I know everything just like God. We're not saying you need to be God. In fact, nobody's perfect and nobody knows everything. But there is one thing that you know better than 99.99% of the people out there. And that's the thing that you need to focus on. So that means that you have solutions to other people's problems. People's problems that they can't solve on their own without seeking out the advice or the service of the expert. And that's where you come in. And that's also where the sale comes in. Because if you have a solution to somebody else's problem and they can't solve it on their own and they really need to solve it, they are willing to put money out to get that problem solved. And the sale therefore becomes automatic. You don't have to push the sale. You have the solution. You have the goods. You have what they need. They're going to be willing to pay for it because you will solve their problem and in turn make their life easier or make them more money or make them solve whatever issue is keeping them up at night and causing them stress. So I want you to think about what that one problem is that you solve and how you can be the expert for that problem. The first thing is that you need to give value away. You need to be able to Give value freely so that people can see, oh, this is what I'm going to get and this person really does know their stuff. So you're going to have to create a system or create a product or create a service or some sort of idea that someone else can incorporate into their lives to make their lives easier. And then you need to be able to present that to them in an authentic way that reaches the audience that has that problem. So, for example, a teacher, 
There are teachers who teach kindergarten and they teach little kids their ABCs. And there are scientific professors at Harvard who are teaching really hard scientific stuff. Both of these teachers have value and both of these teachers are experts in their field because they're able to teach what they are good at to the audience that has that problem and needs to take in that information. And the other thing is they're able to communicate that information to their audience. So if we're going to take a Harvard scientific professor and put them in front of a kindergarten class and say, hey, teach your class the way you would normally do that in Harvard to these kindergarten students, they're not going to be able to effectively communicate to that audience because that's not their audience and that is not their expertise. But you can take a teacher of a kindergartner student and they can sit in, in a circle and be all cutesy and be really kind and smiling and nurturing and communicate that information to their students in a way that the Harvard professor would not be able to do because that's their audience. So you need to take what you know and then you need to be able to present it to the audience that has that problem. The kindergartner's problems are their learning. It's not a problem, but if we're putting it into a marketing sense, the problem is they don't know their ABCs and the teacher's solving that problem by teaching the ABCs. Not to the Harvard professor class because if the kindergartner teacher goes into the Harvard scientific class and does a lecture the same way they would teach the ABCs to their kindergartner students, they'd be like, oh, why are we here? We're in Harvard. Why are we learning the ABCs from a kindergartner teacher? But both have value and both are experts in their field. And so that approach is coming from an angle that the audience needs to hear it from. And you also need to be unique in the way that you have this approach. What makes you different? What makes you stand out? So when it comes to being an expert, you can be an expert. And you need to be an expert if you are selling online. But anyone can be an expert as long as they have the expertise, they position themselves that way, they're speaking to the right audience for them, and they're solving that problem. And you want to be unique, you want to stand out. So you're going to create something that makes those people's lives or business or whatever easier. So let's talk about teachers, since we're talking about teachers. A teacher can go to school for 20 years and keep going back and they can get their master's and then they, they're never done learning. After they get their master's, they're learning at workshops, they're traveling to conferences, they're constantly learning and taking in new information, new learning materials, new ways of experiencing. Here's a great example, math. When I went to school, math was easy. Math was simple. It was this plus this equals this. First, you start on the right column. You do the ones. Then you do the tens. Then you do the hundreds. And boom, that's what you get. Well, now my kids are at school. They come home with homework. They need help with their math. They're doing Singapore math. What does that mean? I don't know. I bet the teachers who are teaching them know. But those teachers didn't know when they grew up. So they had to go back and learn when they said, all right, this is the new way to teach math. 
So they had to go back and learn. The learning never stops. They're an expert in what they do because they are continuing that education. Same with doctors. Doctors go to school all the time and they get their degree. They become a doctor, but then it doesn't stop there. There's new research that comes out in the medical field and they have to go take workshops and they have to learn about these things and they have to renew their licenses. So the learning never stops. But are they an expert? Sure. Why? Because they're wearing a lab coat? No, but because they know more than I do on that particular subject. And when we go to our schools, we bring our children to these schools and we say to these teachers here, teach my child everything that they need to know. We are putting a lot of pressure on those teachers. We are relying on those teachers to do a lot of great work with our children. Or when you go to a doctor and you say, here, solve my problem. What's wrong with my body? We'll go sit there in their waiting rooms. We'll deal with their schedules. They'll spend a few minutes with us. They'll give us medication or some other solution. And if you're into Western medicine, you're saying, okay, okay, I trust you. You know? Now, if you're not into Western medicine, you're going to go somewhere else. You're going to go to an energy healer or you're going to go to a spiritual life coach. Whatever your method is, take that analogy and use it to a way that makes sense to you. You're willing to pay a lot of money to have a lot of help. So people are willing to pay lots and lots of money to get their answers solved. So expertise isn't necessarily about knowledge. It can be about how you're communicating the knowledge to your audience. Now, anyone can be an expert because if you think of a ladder with all these different rungs on the ladder, if you are an expert to the third level, that means that you can help anyone below you on the first or second ladder or even people who haven't even stepped on that ladder. So for example, if you want to learn how to knit, you go on YouTube, you watch a lot of videos, You learn how to knit. You get really excited about it. You get really good at it. Now you try with a different yarn or different string or whatever. You try with a different needle sticks, whatever they're called, knitting needles. Uh, Maybe you do the circle one. Maybe you see the way I'm speaking about it, you can tell I'm not an expert. Maybe do the two sticks. Maybe do the circle one. Whatever it is, there's a lot of different um, options. There's a lot of different variety inside of each field. So you take on knitting. You go on YouTube and you watch YouTube videos for hours and hours and hours for a couple of days and you're knitting away like a crazy knitting maniac and now you've made this gorgeous scarf and you wear it out and you're at the store and someone goes, wow, that scarf, it's just delightful. I love it. Where'd you get it? And you say, oh, I made it. And someone says, no way, you made that? It's amazing. Can you make one for me? How much would you charge me? And you say, well, I didn't even think about that. Um, I'll do it for 25 bucks. And the lady's like, wow, thank you so much. So you knit another scarf for 25 bucks. And you say, wow, I'm really good at this. And I can do it really quickly. And people keep complimenting me on this. And people keep wanting me to make these scarves for them. Suddenly, you realize you have a skill an expertise that is higher level than the lady walking in the grocery store asking you about the scarf. It might not be as high as a level as the people who are publishing books on knitting that are sitting on the shelves in the art store, or it might not be someone who set up a whole showroom in some art festival, but you have enough expertise to teach someone to knit, to sell a scarf, because you learned it on YouTube. So you can take any skill that you have, refine it, 
get better at it, and turn it into something. And instantly you become the expert. You become the expert in something that you enjoy and you are able to teach or develop up to the level of where you are. So anyone below you will see you as an expert. At the same time, you can be furthering your education and learning more from experts who are a few steps ahead of you. Whether it's watching more YouTube videos or now you get so into it, you attend a conference to learn the newest tricks or the best new yarn that's come out in the industry to use for your knitting. So I want you to think about how you can become the expert and you can build that authority. You can teach people how to do what you do up to the level that you have it as long as you're communicating to the right audience. And then your reputation will grow and grow and grow as an expert, especially if you are marketing it online. Now, you can market yourself online in many ways, but video is the best. Video is king. Cisco said that by 2021, 80% of all content will be video content. So create videos. Explain, oh, I use this yarn because it feels good or the color is nice or this company's yarn is better than this one or if you need a cheaper yarn use this one or I like these sticks because they work better or let me show you this simple stitch to knit. There's so much content that you can create that then positions you as an expert. So if you are trying to figure out why you can call yourself an expert or how you can position yourself as an expert, listen to this podcast again if you need to. Read my book, Hashtag Expert, if you need to. But don't get stuck in that mindset of, oh, I'm not an expert. I can't do this. I'm not as good as that person. I'm not as great as that, that guru over there. I want you to think of yourself as an expert, position yourself as an expert, and know that you are an expert to someone who is not as far along as you are. Okay, I hope this helps, and I'll see you next time. If you loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review so we can reach more people and share our content with those that can benefit most. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh, wait, before you go, if you think you'd like to work with the Melissa marketing team one on one, I invite you to apply for your first class strategy call. This process is just as much an interview for us, seeing if you're a great fit for our agency, as it is for you, seeing if we are your great fit. Unlike other agencies, we only take on clients we know we can help. So if you think you're ready to get support with your content creation, lead magnets, sales funnels, and or Facebook ads, let our agency help you take your business to the next level. Each month, we open up just a few spaces on our client roster for your opportunity to be able to work with our amazing team. Apply now at go.melissmarketing.com apply, and we look forward to speaking with you soon.